Hi, you're listening to Seven Questions, where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I have the honor of having Eric Huberman. Eric is the founder and CEO of Hawk Media, a full-service outsource CMO based in Santa Monica, California, that launched in 2014 and has been valued at $60 million. In just three years, Hawk Media has grown from seven to over 120 employees and has serviced 400 plus brands, including Raiden, Beautycon, Bottle Keeper, The Wedge Wallet, Red Bull, Verizon Wireless, and more. Hawk Media was recently named on the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies of 2017, one of CIO Review's top 20 most promising digital marketing solution providers in 2017 and a recipient of a Gold Stevie Award in the American Business Awards for Company of the Year. As a serial entrepreneur and brand marketing expert, Eric Huberman is a sought-after thought leader in the world of digital marketing, entrepreneurship, sales, and business. Prior to Hawk Media, Eric founded, grew, and sold Swag of the Month and grew L.com sales to $1 million in four months. Eric is the recipient of numerous honors and awards, including Forbes 30 Under 30, Inc.'s Top 25, Marketing Influencers, Incentives Top Influencers and Influencers of 2017. That was a mouthful. Eric is a regular contributor to major media publications like Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Business Insider, and is proud to have recently joined XPRIZE as their key marketing advisor. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Seven Questions. I am honored to have my friend Eric Huberman. Wow, Eric, I mean, what haven't you done? That's like, <laughs> that was a mouthful. I even stumbled there. I didn't know I'd done all that stuff. That's kind of incredible, man. That's like <laughs> literally like, and it's, and I know you've done way more than that. You can't even fit it all there in your bio. That's pretty cool. First, I just want to say thanks for playing seven questions no for sure appreciate your time i know it's worth a lot man 60 million plus that's (laughs) this this few minutes is worth a lot so i i appreciate you it's worth being here thank you so we jump in the way seven questions work is um we basically pick seven questions out the box let's do it we go one by one cool we just kind of jump in first question who would you like to meet that you haven't yet and why so they have to be alive. That's the assumption here. Alive, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I'd say, you know, so I've only met him briefly, but I'd so meet versus spend some time with uh, yeah. Richard Branson. Okay. I think the guy has been incredibly successful while enjoying it all the way through. Mm. And I think there's something very, that's something to strive for. I think is if, if I could pick a billionaire I'd want to be it's probably him don't get me wrong I love like the give back that Bill Gates does and a yeah. lot of what some other guys do but Richard Branson has had a very fun ride mm-hmm. doing very, and being very successful so very cool I would say that alright that's question number one there you go. question number two best advice you've gotten and used um you know, there's a lot of different ways to put the same phrase, whether it's swing the bat, get shit done, just do it, whatever it is. Uh, the idea of like just going after it, like whatever that idea is you have or that company you want to start or that thing you want to do, like 
just go do it. Like you're the only one standing in your own way mm-hmm. and continue to try, continue to do, and it works out in the end. I think that's, that, that is the best advice I've gotten and used. Cool. Uh, I've gotten advice once from a friend and I have it on my desk. It's called never give up. Yeah. It says never give up. It has my name and it's like never give up. And it's just three words, yeah. but it's the most powerful words that I look at every day. As I'm going through my different things. See that poster of the cat hanging says, what is it, hang in there? Mm, (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yep. That's so cool. Question number three, guys. Let's do it. Firing through. Yes. Why do you think we work? Sounds like a dating question. (laughs) It's a question. (laughs) Hey, however you would like to present it. No, I mean, so why do people go to work? Yeah, why do you think we work? Yeah, um... I think traditionally and even now people have to there no one's self-sustaining so people have to work to accomplish things that can help each other so trade came from in the beginning it was frankly slavery way back in the day mm. but someone had to you know man the field someone had yeah. to grow food someone had to so and you could do enough as one person to produce that aspect for everyone else so then mm-hmm. it became lots of people doing different things so they could all share and barter and then, you know, I think that's continued, you know, it's evolved into a currency exchange and this kind of work idea. But I think a lot of things that are created are either wanted or needed. And so we exchange, you know, stuff we need for stuff we want. And I think that's why we work is so that we can, you know, live the life we want to live. And that's just the world we live in. I think that, you know, there's a lot of talk about the change coming with that, with yeah. AI and robotics, et cetera, that we might not need to work. Mm-hmm. There might be this, there's this utopian idea of it where if robots are handling everything, might be kind of a minimum basic income and you can just chill be creative do whatever you want hang out on the beach uh not the craziest idea but i think we're not there yet yeah technologically so Mm. for now people have to do that stuff cool thank you for sharing question number four how you think you're doing so far i think i'm probably like a three out of five what's the point system no there's no point system it's how it's just we're just flowing here cool uh, what's the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn? That's, that's not a quick answer. Question that's taken me the longest lessons. Um, actually, as of recently, I learned a lesson that I just learned. So it's, it, I've learned it. So I yeah. guess it is the lesson that's taken me the longest to learn. Is that uh, there at no point in business is someone going to care more than me or even as much as me. Mm. And so the idea of ever hiring a silver, silver bullet or bringing an executive that just handles it just doesn't exist. Mm. That doesn't mean that people aren't great to work with and everything, but I've definitely learned that no matter who I hire, no matter their background, no matter how successful, how brilliant, I'm always going to have to be involved on some level yeah. because, again, no one's going to care as much. This is always going to be a job, not a baby to someone else. Yeah. Wow. No, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. All right, question number five. What do you do to find peace when at times there is noise all around you? A few things. Uh, Depends on uh, the opportunity at the time. Uh, Go for a run. I love to go out and run. If you're pushing yourself, you Mm -hmm. can't really think about your problems because all you can think about is taking that next step and breathing properly. So. There's a sense of, uh, what do you call it, flow when it mm-hmm. comes to that. 
playing guitar, same kind of Ooh, thing. Like you're focusing on the music. Yeah. There you go. He's, he's got a guitar right uh, here. Yep. And then, uh, if, if and when I can, snowboarding is like one of my favorite things to just get away and go do. So those three things I'd say are definitely helpful. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Question number six. Do you believe in following the rules or breaking the rules and why? Um, I think most entrepreneurs would say breaking the rules. I think understanding why the rules were created is part of the challenge there because there are certain rules like don't kill people that there's a, probably a good reason <laughs> for that. that's one we shouldn't break? Yeah, that's, that's one we shouldn't break. <laughs> but there's a lot of rules that were that are created for the lowest common denominator, mm -hmm. which I don't believe I am in certain situations. And so, you know, it's like don't use your cell phone on an airplane and turn your cell phone off as an example that was created 30 years or 20 years ago 30 years ago when your cell phone actually slightly interfered with their systems mm. nowadays just not the case yeah but uh, that rule has taken a long time to change and there's other probably other reasons around it but you know maybe that's the, a bad example because there might be a rule i don't know about there but generally i turn my phone on right <laughs> as we get into like yeah. you know, five thousand feet above the ground <laughs> check start checking emails but uh there's and it works. Yeah. I've done it too. Where I'm like, oh, oh yeah. let's see if this actually, if oh, I can receive absolutely service. absolutely works. It's and crazy how that happens. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I've I've always questioned why the rule exists before mm. just following it blindly. And uh, it's funny. My fiance is the opposite and gets really uncomfortable sometimes when I'm breaking rules. <laughs> She's like, oh. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. I'm like, who's, why? Why? Yeah. So, questioning. Constantly yeah. questioning. I yeah. love so, that. So I don't know that it's necessarily about following or breaking. It's mm -hmm. more just about questioning it and then following your own moral compass on it. Mm, thank yeah. you. Last question, man. Here we go. Question number seven. Oh, comes down to it. Let's see what we got. Grand finale. That's a big one. What do you think, of course, what do you think is the meaning of life? Ah, <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> this is a big yeah, one. Finish on a big one. Yeah, um, you know, I think as an individual, the meaning of life is, and it's maybe cliche, but it's the pursuit of happiness. I think, mm. you know, who knows what happens in the afterlife? Who knows what, why we're here or if there is even is a reason. Yeah. I think the only thing that most people will, you know, share at the, towards the end is, did they have a happy life? Was it fulfilling? Was it, did they experience a lot of happiness and joy? Those are the memories you remember too, is the extreme pain or extreme joy. Mm -hmm. I'd rather remember a lot of joy. So, I think it's a responsibility on yourself to pursue that happiness, mm. and then. But I think that's also the meaning of it is to be happy. Yeah. Whatever that is, whatever that you need to do to be happy. Yeah, I like that. I think for me, I always answer this question is like finding your trying to find your purpose. So many people just go through um, following. I guess yeah. again back to that spirit of entrepreneur. It's like following yeah. the rules. But I thinking, what is it that I want to do? But you say that, and the thing is, I'd say 99% of people aren't happy finding their purpose or mm. not, or being an entrepreneur. Like, entrepreneurship has a high level of suicide, too. Yeah. Like, there's extreme depression in entrepreneurship. I've found that I love it a lot more than working for someone, and that I enjoy it, the ups and downs, mm. but because the roller coaster is kind of what keeps it interesting. But if you're 99% of people, mm. the downs are uh, outweigh the ups. Yeah, you don't, it's not fun. So yeah. I think that's why I think that you know oh, oh, I know this about like there's people in my family. Mm. There's, you know, my fiance has even said like I don't want to start my own company. I she 
what brings her happiness is praise. Mm. And you don't get praise as an entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, you do you, get the stupid awards and stuff. But yeah. But you don't get, like, the daily affirmations from mm. your boss saying, great job, things like that. That means a lot to my fiance. It means a lot to my sister. Mm. So they'd rather go work with someone. And so I think, it, you know, it, it might be finding your purpose, but then you go to Maslow's hierarchy and... Mm that only comes into play when everything else is covered too. Like yeah. we might be in a fortunate position that purpose is a piece of what we're talking about, mm. but that's after you have shelter, food, yeah. all the other things that mm-hmm. matter, so. I agree. No, thank you for sharing that. That was a good number seven. Yeah. Uh, and as tradition, who would you like to pay it forward to? I'm gonna say Justin Rosvani. Justin Rosvani, if you're yeah. out there, I will be reaching out to you. I'll make sure you get a hold of him. All right, cool. <laughs> Uh, Well, you've been listening to Seven Questions. Thank you for playing, Eric Huberman. Really appreciate your time. For those listening, please like, subscribe, comment. I am always watching, always open to hearing any advice and thoughts. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Eric, for participating.